Hello, welcome to Golden Globes Theater. We're going on a nostalgia trip, a ninth ninth year old Griff is what I was about to say. Yeah. Makes uh, me, I, I was 20 when like this movie came out, so it makes me feel old as shit. I'm so damn nervous. This episode means so much to me. I didn't realize how much impact it had on my life. Nine-year-old Griff, hoop earring because of this movie, wanted the duster because of this movie, wanted the curly mullet, which my mom was like, you're getting a buzz cut. Thank, thank your mom for that. One. I will. Nice. I'll thank her for you. But th- Murray, this movie is too much to tackle for the two of us. Yeah, so we've got a lot to unpack. So uh, we're going to have to bring somebody in to help us with the heavy lifting. Griff. Hello, boys. I think I got... <laughs> I was I was just gonna give you the, the fucking wrestler intro, but okay. Aww. She starts circuiting it with the right. <laughs> with we, the Bell Venus and Trust intro. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the outskirts of Toledo, Ohio, she's the woman of the hour, the tower of power, too sweet to ever be sour. She's bad. She's beautiful. She's crazy. It's Taffy. Oh boys! Hey! All right. That's like the best intro I've ever had. Thank you. That was uh, that's highly respectful because that was Mad Max's intro to Thunderdome I gave you, (laughs) and you know how Mad Max. If you knew how much Mad Max means to me, it's almost as much as Chance Boudreau was that his name? Boudreau. Boudreau Boudreau means to Griff. So yeah. Okay. Excellent. Oh, man. So, Taffy, why don't you catch us up? Obviously, I watched this as a nine-year-old. It had a huge impact on me. Murray watched it yesterday. <laughs> it had an even bigger impact on me. <laughs> I got my hair permed and everything. And that's hard because I hardly have any hair. So. Just got the extensions clipped on there. Taffy, yeah. uh, let, let's hear about your lineage through the hard target years. Um. Okay, what year did this come out? Was it 90? Is that right? Three? 93 i I believe 93 was when john claude started doing these more like i'm actually an actor type and not just a karate kicker right um so i was 23 i definitely saw it in the theater a couple of times uh and then saw 11 trillion times on video um very much a number yeah (laughs) it definitely is um i love this movie i love it unironically i find it wild entertaining um, I was a big John Woo fan already, um, so very exciting to see him do something, you know, here and bring bring all the stuff, bring the slow mo, bring the doves, um, you know, <laughs> all the good oh. stuff from his movies, and just plug it right in. Um, I I really genuinely find it wildly entertaining. It's great, great movie. Were you following John Woo before this movie even came out? I was. Um, so. Yeah. So when you saw that JCVD on the screen with John Woo, were you just like, what the fuck? Is this seriously happening? I'm in heaven. Yeah, I've died. I've gone to heaven. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, it was, it, I had a group of friends uh, that we just, we happened to have a, a little thing for action movies. And so we kind of went and saw everything in the theater um, together and rented everything together. And um, so I have very fond memories of uh, of it as a, a group experience. Uh, but, oh, I'll watch this solo any day of the week and, and have. <laughs> oh, it, it, it really is entertaining. Like that first hour of the movie goes by so quickly. Like when they're in New York, New Orleans and they're doing like all the puzzle pieces are coming in to shape. What? 
what was this metaphor I was going for? I don't know. What was I reaching for there? That made no sense. But all the pieces are kind of coming together in New Orleans. I fuck that whole like first hour is beautiful. And then the last 40 minutes, of course, is some of the greatest action ever. Well, I think this might be one of the problems I had because I'm watching this and I'm like, where have I, where have I seen this before? Yeah. This yeah. is Golan Globus. I swear I said this to you before and you shooed me away. This is Golan Globus. I don't even, I probably didn't even remember this movie. This was Golan Globus's Avenging Force. This movie has been done before with Michael Dudikoff, Steve, the great Steve James. Yeah. And the great John P. Ryan. Have you, have you seen Avenging Force, Daffy? I have not. Oh boy! Uh, so do it I need is. To bet on that? You really do. I think it's good? available on YouTube in a pretty good definition. Um, but yeah, you'll see very many parallels. Takes place uh, in New Orleans. Yes, it's about rich good. people hunting people. Yes, Love Bourbon it. Street scenes. Except you'll note, uh, uh, as you've already noted, all the streets in Bourbon Street in this movie are, are barren. <laughs> In uh, Avenging Force, they do it during like Mardi Gras, so very right. <laughs> filled with people. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will say Van Damme way better than Michael Dudikoff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we hate Michael Dudikoff. Yeah. But Wilford Brimley is no Steve James. Yeah. Wilford uh, Brimley is the closest thing to Steve James. And, and I, hey, I count me as a Lance Henriksen fan too. I'm not going to shit on oh, Lance, right. but John P. Ryan in Avenging Force gives a tour de force performance yeah it's amazing it's so over the top yet so subtle it's amazing so, subtle. so i yeah i would highly recommend that very much so excellent like what i appreciate about that movie and this movie is the villain work because uh you can't have a good hero without a great mm-hmm. villain marvel mm-hmm. comic universe fuck right off you got no <laughs> villains however john woo in his first attempt in america Two great villains. I love to pick. Scare the shit. If I saw anybody in my grade school with a face structure like his, I wanted to punch him. I had serious problems. When people Pink had the greatest henchman, he's so Pink. good. Big is wonderful. Uh, but if I saw somebody and I had a my the same villain problem with Jafar from Aladdin. If I saw people with sleeves like the cuffs of sleeves, what is that part of the sleeve called where it like meets your wrist? <laughs> Cuff? The cough? The it cuff. is a cuff? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got it right. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay. Uh, but if they had too long of cuffs, I remember Jafar, and I wanted to punch him, too. I had a lot of problems as a kid. I watched a lot of Chuck Norris and a lot of John Claude. I wanted to roundhouse everybody. Did we ever go into what? Who was your guy, Taffy? Like, your action guy. Uh, I love JCVD. I do. Um... I'm not a Chuck Norris kind of gal. Uh, that's not, not, neither are we. Not yeah. my deal. Um, Chow, man, Chow Yum Fat. Uh, oh, okay. I love my Chow. Um, definitely. Um, uh, let's see who else do I love. Um, oh, and Dolph. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I believe that my feelings on Dolph are well documented. <laughs> oh yes, we all know about Dolph. Yeah. Uh-huh. If yeah. if this wasn't an episode that we are pretty sure is going to go four and a half hours long, we would we would definitely <laughs> want to dive into the Dolph. Maybe what we'll have to do is some other time, like after you watch Avenging Force, we gave you Katevin, the Road to Revenge. <laughs> right. Like yeah, we we can revisit 
uh, showdown in Little Tokyo, and then maybe I we can do a cross. I promise that we can do showdown in Little Tokyo if I suffer through get even slash uh, what, what? suffer through. You're oh gonna be I haven't watched it yet, but the trailer frightened me a little bit, gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's great. I'm not gonna love it. You, oh, if you I, don't, I, I there's something wrong you with you because <laughs> it, hey, it's nothing wrong it, with me. We, it's, it's an impressive movie. <laughs> we were blown. This is why Twitter is so good. Everyone bitches, it's like bitches about social media, but we wouldn't know what, about Getevin if we were a great guy on Twitter yeah. and getting us a copy because it's almost impossible to find oh, a copy. Oh, we're of so this. lucky to have this copy. And we were just like, I, I watched it first. I was like, Griff, you have to. I, yeah. I, I couldn't even, I was explaining shit. He's like, you're making this shit up. And I'm like, no, I'm seeing this yes. right before my eyes. <laughs> and I'll it is it this week. Okay, it has slid into like every single <laughs> yes. one of our episodes because yes. it is just chalk. It is a passion project where they got Wings Hauser who kills it. <laughs> you like, like you, you mentioned, uh, I forget who, there's many of actors who chew the scenery in this movie. Wings Hauser just takes us to a whole new place. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. I'm convinced he just I'm threw in- the script in the trash and yes. was like, I'm going to do my own thing. Oh yeah. Because every time we're watching Wings, we're like, when he walks off the camera, we're like, we want to follow him. Like, I want to know what Finney, his character's name, what he is doing. Hundred percent fascinating. Yeah, I'm so, in. Yeah. I'm in. I will watch it this week and report back. Okay. All right. I think we have so much more hard target to talk about, and of yes, course, we, we have to actually get into this movie. So, Murray, would you like to do the honors? Well, Griff, before we get into anything, oh jeez, uh, you know, I just <laughs> stretch it out longer. Unprepared bit. Thank you. This is uh, Thanksgiving. Just happened a couple days ago. Yes, it did. So, I think it's only fitting that I we we say what we're thankful for before we cut to the to the trailer. Oh, so I'll start with our guest of honor, Taffy. What are you thankful for this year? This year? <laughs> Not bloody much. <laughs> yes. Not much. Um, it's almost uh, over. Yeah, this year, not much. I'm I'm thankful that it's almost over. Um, and uh, I am thankful that I'm a really good cook uh, <laughs> because I'm still stuffed. And uh, <laughs> I am super thankful that I could talk you guys into letting me come on and um, talk, talk about some of my favorite movies with you. That's 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 very sweet of you, Griff. What are you What are you thankful for? That I didn't put too many miles on my new uh, Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> yeah, you can't go anywhere because I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm thankful for, guys. What are you thankful for, Murray? I'm thankful that the, the two of you are in my life and that we can talk about Hard Target, starring Jean Claude Van Damme. You're throwing in the yeah, trip. That's it. <laughs> the city of New Orleans, in a darker side of Dixie, away from the music and the lights, there's a new game in town. You'll be provided with a guide, trackers, and the weapons of your choice. I need to file a missing person report. The competitors are deadly. We pride ourselves in hunting only combat veterans, men who have the necessary skills to make our hunts more interesting. And they always win. You want to find your father? Get somebody who knows the city to show you around. Now, the opposition is about to get one last chance. What kind of a name is Chance? My mama took when. And Mr. Boudreaux, Silver Star, Marine Forest Recon. He's a 
obviously not someone we should underestimate. He is an annoying little insect. And I want him stepped on hard. We need to get out of here now. Ladies first. What? This man will chase after you. He mad at you for business or pleasure. Both. Look at it this way. You're gonna get to meet Elvis. Give it a rest, pal. Jean-Claude Van Damme is the hard target. You miss me. From internationally acclaimed action director John Woo. Hospital to be hunted! You tell me! Target. All right, welcome to the other side of the trailer. Here we go. It's time for two and a half hours of Hard Target. Plenty of interjections, plenty of sidetracking, plenty of nostalgia. Rain is pouring on Bourbon Street. That's in New Orleans, people. Mm. It hasn't flooded in 1993. It's still there. <laughs> Pre-Katrina. It's pre-Katrina. Okay. And we're just watching as a hobo dodges fucking bolts. <laughs> crossbow bolts that's add. right and they have okay this is a john woo feature so like david lynch he's like i need the soundscape to be perfect so the the bolts have a noise and it's a pungent noise like pungent noise. is that a different adjective is yeah. that the wrong think, noun verb not uh, the right some noun? one no I yeah pungent's a smell isn't smell that? Yeah. yeah well maybe the hobo is <laughs> smelling correct. the bolts because hobos have increased heights of smell <laughs> no, they don't. How can you no. live in your own urine and shit if you had a heightened sense of smell? You would like throw up every They can day. smell danger? <laughs> well, he's special forces. So. so he can. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, the great thing is, is I think the sound of it is like uh, fully like a Warner Brothers cartoon arrow kind of a sound right it, oh yeah, it does it does it's it's just like enhanced so much to really make you feel it and we're getting that I it's not a pov view of the arrow it's like a side view we're seeing it's flying through the air yeah this Aerovision. time yeah there is yeah, yeah th- this inspired snakes on a plane there's so many different views of the arrow <laughs> and then there we, was snake vision and snakes on a plane and i, I want to say it's not very i mean Guy's a hobo for Christ's sakes. Do you need guys on dirt bikes following him? I don't know. I well, mean, it's a John Woo movie. Yes, you goddamn do. <laughs> Is that his thing? It's a dirt thing. Yeah, thing? it's de- it, it appears in numerous uh, of his films. Yes, okay. correct. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to. I, I want to say that uh, I was scared because before I watched it, I just I just put it up on IMDb and. IMBD says this is movie's two hours and eight minutes. And I was like, guys, I might just pretend I watched it and just let you guys Come talk on. about it. Come on. Because you know me. I like a nice, tight, 90-minute movie. We That's do. the perfect length for a movie, especially action and horror. I agree. You know. It's true. And then I saw it was only an hour 36. But then when you take out the slow motion, this movie's probably an hour long. Because yes. there's so much okay, random slow motion. You did the math in here, Taffy. And I, I, it checks out. Yeah, we looked it up. <laughs> yeah. No, Taffy I did really, the math in the notes. Uh, no, I didn't do the math in that because I couldn't figure out how to. But uh, I, I just I think we've got like a 35, 45 minute movie if you ran all of the slow-mo like at regu- regular mo. Um, oh, it's, right. it's for sure, uh, absolutely extended just because everything gets these nice, long, lingering, beautiful looks and I'm not opposed to it. 
I get, well, I get, some Luke, of it is so random. Like I get like yeah. for dramatic moments, hey, John but then Luke, like he's putting like the change. He's like drinking some moonshine, and I don't need to see that in slow motion. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah. John Woo is inspired by David Lynch, who just likes to linger on scenes to give you the vibe to make you feel the tension. Okay. You know, well, it's okay. Or you just don't get it. I don't. Right? So I'm here no, to learn. You gotta let it flow over you. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of flowing, our hobo is heading down Bourbon Street and he's managing to elude all kinds of arrows and everything. And he gets to a riverbank. And this is where shit's starting to get kind of real because uh, our villains pull up and we just hear a guy mention like, if he gets over the river, it's victory. <laughs> is this supposed to be Mississippi River? I'm assuming that's the Mississippi, right? I'm gonna. T- I don't know my geography that well. I don't know is my verbs. Good? I don't know my nouns. I definitely don't know geography. <laughs> Louisiana is in the United States, right? Yes. Yeah. I think. Okay. Correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is when we finally get our hobo who has been just like a greased watermelon. He's eluding everything. A greased watermelon. Taffy like might it. get that reference. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> it's a Frank Frank uh, Reynolds reference. Oh, it is Frank Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. when they're in the pool. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he ends up backed up to a tree where a fucking arrow finally gets him, and it gets him right through that dog tag, and he just rips it right out like you would do with an arrow, right? This is what yeah, anyone would do. That's with exactly an arrow. what you're supposed to do. No, 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 gentlemen, come on. No, no. Wait, what? Are you supposed to do? You hit out the arrow, you just rip it out. I may be a washed-up showgirl and a, a half-assed costume designer, but even I know that you don't go yanking the arrow out the way it came. Like <laughs> you're gonna take out a bunch of flesh, you're gonna bleed out instantly, and definitely no special forces dude would do that. You gotta push it all the way through or leave it in there. You can't just go pulling that out. Okay, so it's like you a shitty person off the top. I, I just that I struggled with my suspension of disbelief with that. I know that. We got to suspend a lot of disbelief because I mentioned Marvel Comic Universe. We have the John Woo universe where every single gunshot is a massive explosion. Yes. Every gas tank is like a Dungeon and Dragons gas tank where it has, like, it looks like it's two gallons, but it has a hundred gallons inside. Scattered across the floor and does 1d6 of damage per second, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I love you. Yeah. Like, everything is made from thermite and C4. Like, it's just insane. Entirely too large. Disproportionate explosions. I I just love this world. This is the world we live in because we watch these movies every week where everything explodes (laughs) like this. So our hobo, of course, rips this uh, this arrow bolt. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, she she said it makes sense. If you push the arrow all the way through, if anything goes all the way through your body, you're going to survive and no problem. We've learned that. Bullet goes goes through you. you're, You're okay. Right. Learn that. So, you're so right. the hobo again, like we learned, he just has to cross the river and he wins the game. We learned that from that mysterious voice a minute ago, who is in the weird penitentiary fog. But uh, yeah, as he's crossing the bridge, it just so happens that they gimmicked the bridge, and so he falls through one of the fucking uh, the planks across the bridge. And as he's trying to climb his way out, we get that arrow vision again, where it's just this arrow along a backstop. It looked like something out of Mythbusters, you know, just following this arrow, slow motion, slow motion again. And it finally pierces our, our hobo. I think he got out of the bridge, though, because they, the, they got the body. 
I don't remember. Yeah. The guy shooting him, he looked like the guy that killed Scarface at the end of Scarface. He had like the <laughs> shades and he was like balding. I yeah. don't remember that. I didn't that. like him. Well, they brought him back. Cause remember, they, he brought all the, the top hunters back. I'll give you the yeah. inside baseball on Scarface and me. I saw that when I was like 12. And that scene when they cut up the guy in the bathtub yeah. terrified me. I turned yeah. off my TV and I went and played Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> Right. I could not finish that movie because it was too scary. It. Well, I patented my whole life after Scarface. I can tell. So, you're always wearing white suits over yeah, here. exactly. Always doing coke. And you're all still metal. Good at this. Good shit, pal. Good shit. Not, so, I yeah, the hobo, right. he's dead. And we don't care because he's a fucking homeless person. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. This is Trump's America. We don't care about the poor. We don't care. And then we cut to... I don't remember, Griff. What do we cut to? Oh boy! I barely watched this movie. Well, first of all, oh they God. talk. They talk to the man who murdered him because what we're well, learning the in that scene, Scarface? the guy from Scarface, that you were so busy telling us about how he looked like <laughs> the guy from Scarface, you forgot the details of the movie. He was he paid half a million dollars to kill a man, and so I believe I, I think it was Pick who talked to him. Taffy, can you confirm? I believe it's Pick. Yeah. Okay, so Pick actually. I, lo- I lost her. Oh, eh. pick actually. Okay. Uh, eh. I don't need you, to hear You'll anything. get her back. Did you hear her there? No, I did okay. not. So we might have to check your phone here in a minute. But pick actually right. uh, says to him, um, was it worth the half a million dollars? I'm going to do awful pick voices throughout this whole episode. So we're just going to. Yeah, that was really that. grim. I, I don't care for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. There, there's nothing good that's going to be happening with my attempts of doing voice. <laughs> I can't do them. And so, yeah, half a million dollars. That's when we roll over to Nat coming into town straight from Michigan. And uh, she's looking for dad. And uh, I, I, I guess she had an guitar adri- music there, though. Oh, th- you didn't like the music? It, it wavered back and forth between like weird faux Zydeco and what to me sounded exactly like the soundtrack music that the gang and it's always sunny used for their lethal weapon five. And no, I did not. <laughs> I, 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 I was fine with it. I never really noticed it, but after I read your notes, like there was a couple scenes I went back to just to see like how, how well you nailed it down and not, not, well, I was like doubting you, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I got to see this now. Like a lot of the suits you were referencing and everything. I'm sorry. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I was cool with the music. In fact, I, I thought there were so many more super cut, like slow motion cuts of John Claude, like tossing his hair or walking into the distance that I was going to get all of them and edit together a super just long him over like a Stephen Scott blues <laughs> riff walking and do a video that way, but. Uh, there wasn't that many. I, I thought there was a lot more. So, it just feels like we look at him that much, doesn't it? I know it does. Again, this first hour like really speaks to me with all that garbage music and you know being on the streets of New Orleans. No, that was pretty good. That was yeah. yeah. Um, so Nat has been uh, corresponding with her father via letter, so she has his address. Which I looked up the address we find for her later. This street doesn't exist in Detroit. It doesn't. Well, there's, like she, there's no way she lives in Detroit. There absolutely is no, no way. 
In '93, she lived in Detroit. Right. No, so, she definitely didn't. And I, I gotta, I gotta just stop you here and back it up just for a second. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for some things that that you fellas may not have noticed or or would not be aware of, when rolling into town, she is driving a convertible. Yes. The beautiful Yancey Butler, arguably the most gorgeous lady in action movies of this type. Um, I think she's just lovely. Uh, she's got that long, dark hair. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she's driving a convertible. And her hair is down. No. No. A- a- anybody with any length <laughs> on their hair will tell you that that is not only not possible to do, because it'll be flapping all over the place, but uh, ill-advised because you will arrive in a shambles. And uh, when she- <laughs> She's got glossy, perfectly laying down hair, and she has been driving in a convertible. That does not check out in any way. That's complete and total bullshit. <laughs> and I mean, her eyebrows are perfect 2020 eyebrows. She has got some lush, gorgeous, perfect boy brows. She looks wonderful. But um, this was a time, shit, when I was like fucking mine all the way out and then just redrawing them on in like a very thin little line um you remember this don't you the ladies with the just the little yes that yeah uh, didn't madonna had that kind of thing going madonna on had there. that drew barrymore yeah. had that all us bitches had that i had that for sure um yeah and so uh I, she looks fantastic but it's total bullshit that she would be driving a convertible with that main um, untamed. Uh, it's and especially arriving looking like that. It's just it's not. <laughs> it's just like in uh, in all the movies when like women uh, end up like fully dressed, end up in water or anything, and their makeup and every and they come out and everything yeah. is just fine. It's, yeah, it's the magic of movies. It's the magic. Well, of I movies. just love that everybody has a classic car. Like you never see somebody driving up in a Ford Taurus or some shit. <laughs> no! You know, K car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. right? Like, if this was Detroit, you should have heard the rust. Like, you know, the muffler should have been falling down, you know? Exactly. uh, Well, there were some, there were some junky cars in there, and I noticed and I appreciate it, because the the, the sleazy guy, the Ron Jeremy looking dude. He looked like he was in Detroit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, what ends up happening here is Nate, uh, Nate, not Nat. Nat. Oh, I like the, a bug. I put the e- oh god damn. It. <laughs> like we'll get to like, that later. Oh, on. Yeah. I hate that yeah. scene so much. It's oh, pretty bad. <laughs> so Nat, uh, you know, knocks on the door. Sweet little woman answers, and she's like, "Oh, I think you're 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 daddy." I don't know why she has what? that accent. <laughs> you got to stop with the accent, please. That's that's a Michigan oh, accent, first of all. Daddy, da. <laughs> So she's like, no, uh, he's been gone for a while now. He said he couldn't pay the rent. So, you know, I, I haven't really seen him since then. But you might want to try uh, Our Lady Charity. So, uh, Taffy, why don't you take us over to our, <laughs> our Lady Charity? Such a problem with this. Our Lady of Charity? Like, that's the charity name you came up with? Spend five minutes, you fucking writers. Five minutes and come up with something else. <laughs> Open a phone book and steal a name. Our Lady of Charity? That had to have been a placeholder that just nobody ever like went back through <laughs> and and like, you know, fixed it up. It had to have been. Because that is preposterously simple and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I I had to do a triple take because I was like, wait, is the charity really <laughs> our lady charity? <laughs> it's like this can't be true. Oh my god! End of five minutes. My god. Oh, Murray, who do we meet at our lady charity? Well, we meet uh, Elijah, another ex-vet. Horrible what we did to our Vietnam vets, Griff. They're all in the streets. I don't get. Uh, I'm gonna go on a rant. I don't want to. And he's on. he's kind of uh, aloof with Ned. He's because he's like I I don't know this guy. Yeah. Or he says he does know him. Yeah, yeah. Dad's she, a, he's a homeless hobo. I know him. She, she, he's hard to tell her that I know your daddy. And uh, again, daddy. Everyone daddy. drops daddy in this. It's the weirdest. It's, yeah, everybody <laughs> says daddy. Everybody <laughs> refers to him as her daddy. This, and yeah, I, I believe that in my notes I said that uh, there's, there's like, I've not heard daddy said that much unless it was by like a party bottom because the every single person in this uh uh refers to her father as daddy and it's gross it's super tantalizing and that's what they um, say weird. in new orleans it's daddy <laughs> now, right? new orleans thing? now i admit i yes. referred to lance as daddy a couple of times later when he's in that suit <laughs> you but... did I I credit this one to John Woo. I thought he <laughs> just I thought he had a, a right. small vocabulary he's going with like me <laughs> where he gets every fucking thing wrong and he's just like Oh, you guys all just call each other daddy, right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well there well, apparently there was a lot of tension between J C V D and John Woo on the set of this movie. Really? So, yes. All right. Yes, because uh, Jean Claude, and I kind of understand. Hey, you know me. Glance at the IMDb <laughs> trivia. I know everything about a movie. That's right. So <laughs> what's going on? I kind of, I think it's kind of shitty of John Claude, but I kind of understand at the same time because he's finally made the big times. He's making. He's not doing canon movies anymore. He's right. making mainstream. So he, oh, absolutely. Then John Woo comes in and he's like, "I'm making a John Woo movie." So I think Jean Claude was like, I "Don't fuck with the formula. I got my formula. I show my ass. I do the splits. Everything's good. I should call somebody daddy. Everything's good." And then John, so John, uh, Jean Claude was editing this. Like he edited it after they filmed it. So there was some some tension. Interesting. I'm I don't know. I I got this off IMDb. This could be total bullshit. But it could be. I believe everything I read. Fucking director I'm- here. <laughs> I'm going to set this next up. Well, uh, but I'll give Jean-Claude credit. He re-edited Bloodsport and made it the classic movie it was. That's, that's so, a good point. He, he knows he what he's doing. Fine, fine film, yeah. He does have an eye for things. So Elijah leaves Nat with his very useful information. Your daddy's a hobo girl. <laughs> and that's when we cut to the most important reveal uh, of this movie. Taffy, oh break it down. Slow motion everywhere. It's all happening right now. You know, I'm shocked to hear that John Woo and JCVD had tension because this character reveal made me think that they were lovers. <laughs> this is um, a good point. Yeah. There, no man has ever gazed upon me with the lingering look that John Woo has for JCVD in this. Um, oh, absolutely. It's impressive. Diner, it's, it's amazing. We go into the diner and we just see him from the back. Which gives us the full look at those AC Slater ass curls hanging down the back <laughs> of that glorious mullet. 
It's just it a fucking impressive. pile of ramen noodles. It's greasy as fuck. And it looks like all, it's almost it a is. cherry curl, if we're being honest. They're shiny. Um, it's really lovely. Yeah. And then we get just the eyes. Just his eyes. A little bit squinty, you know, because he's a tough guy. Tough guy's always going to be just a little bit squinty. That's the thing, right? Oh and then, Griff, this is for you. Earring. <laughs> I don't know why. We have a long take on the earring, but we do, and I am not mad about it at all. Oh, and then, of I course, totally, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. You love the earring, I, don't you? I well, yeah. I used to, I used to like give Griff shit and make fun of him because you know, he, if you don't listen regularly, people, Griff got a hoop earring, and now I get it. I looked at that scene and I was like, I'll, I got to get me some, my, some some hoops, dude. I revealed quite a bit uh, to open it, but there's one more big reveal remaining for for the Griff a uh, uh, character coming up here. Okay, uh, um, right. that's all I had to say. Oh God, yeah. Please continue. But we look at his lips. Then we take a nice oh. long look at his lips, which are not particularly luscious or attractive. But we are going to look at him <laughs> for a while, and then we go back to just his eyes, which is great. And then only then. Do we get the full look at our hero? And uh, like I said, I really, I feel like it's preposterous that they were not getting along because this is a loving look at this guy. We take a lot of time with it. And uh, and he's wearing the, the big oversized coat, which I'm really hoping Ooh. that that comes back. And he's got the sleeves pushed up. So it's a great mm. big coat, a lot of volume to it and pushed up sleeves. Let's bring that back, fellas. Let's do that. Yes. Do it. I totally see Lauren yes. Avedon wearing that. Lauren Avedon would wear three sizes too large of a jacket. It'd be draping across the ground. <laughs> you would need to be in a dry climate. Harry, I got, I got a theory for you. Oh, later. Maybe on John Woo didn't film this. Maybe John Claude, who loves himself, filmed this scene. Mm-hmm. That might be a. That might be it a, was like a pickup. He was like, hey, I got to go back to a couple days of shooting. And it was just him getting in the himself. diner. You know what? I'm going to choose to believe that. Oh, I like it. And they had, for time, they had to cut out the butt shot. Because yeah. he also did, his pants were a little. Splits. He was doing splits across. <laughs> he was the... doing splits across the... <laughs> the stools. One on one stool, one on the other. Of course, yep. of course, of course. Little slightly yeah. overextended splits there. Very impressive. This, but they had the to cut that out. The seat is saved. Yeah. yeah. That, well, all the slow motion. They had to cut it out. They had to cut it out. Yeah. So we finally reveal <laughs> what's actually happening, and he's at this diner, and he's a hobo man, and I live like a hobo man. This is all coming together, is it not? That's not even the big reveal. He's a hobo. I'm a hobo. <laughs> so John Claude has not – his name is Chance, by the way. We're going to learn that in a minute, but I'm going to yeah, reveal it now because – We're going to learn the origins of that. Not... We'll learn the origins in, in a little while, too. Like a Marvel comic book universe, it gets its own whole movie. It's an hour and a half long. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of this movie. So it, uh, we reveal the waitress. This diner, by the way, I want to go there. It was wonderful. Yeah. It had all that aesthetic that I want to be involved with. And so right down to the waitress who knows Jean-Claude so well that she's like, you keep coming in here, honey, and I keep letting you walk away without paying me my full bill. He orders the gumbo, which he calls tragic. Shits on it. And then he orders the coffee, which he smirks and calls tolerable. And when she's like, is your wallet in your tuxedo today? He scoffs at her. Which is a solid burn, by the way. You think it's good? I liked it. 
I would have said, I like it. I, would, I, like I, was hoping, I was hoping she'd say, kiss my grits, but you Ooh, know. Hey. Okay. <laughs> but Murray, I noticed you put this in the notes. So why don't you go ahead and lay it down for us? You went autistic on us. <laughs> well, I had to. You know, I'm about the details. <laughs> so he slaps his hand down, lifts it up. 61 cents. <laughs> I you counted. counted. I, no, I, I freeze you. framed it. And <laughs> I, I was you. like, 61. We're all about details. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess Tragic Gumbo's 61 cents. Because he walks out. He's <sighs> just like, bitch, you're taking that. And I don't give a fuck. And she takes it. <laughs> so I think we get some more slow motion here <laughs> as Nat walks in. And she's a breath of fresh air. No slow motion on the coins, by the way. I had to freeze frame that. To freeze well, frame. It took me an hour to count it. I'm sorry, yeah. Murray. Yeah. You could have said, give me a picture of the change. You're doing the Lord's <laughs> I, work. You really? <gasps> I'm glad you said that. I yeah. love saying that to people. Um, <laughs> so... Finally, we get Nat who walks in. Michigan license. She's got park everywhere she wants to park. She just parks. There's always parking. Well, you're like royalty if you're from Michigan and New Orleans. Really? Yeah. That's, that's like, what I when I went like to living in like this uh, is also the depopulated New Orleans where there are like no people. There are people in the diner, but there are no people ever on the street. So girl, yes. parks where yes, well she wants must be nice. <laughs> so she's wandering through. And she's going. She goes to the payphone first, and she reaches into her pocket, and just like me, she notices she only has hundreds. <laughs> and so she's like, "I got to go cash in one of these hundreds." And so these dirt bags, they notice that. Well, yeah. Well, she goes up to the counter instead of just pulling a one one. Of, well, okay, she did have a couple crumpled ones in there. Instead of just pulling out the one, she pulls out her full fucking wad, holds it over her head, fans it out like she's do about to do a magic trick for the whole fucking diner. Came from Detroit. <sighs> you think she'd know better? She's from Detroit. Come on, where's the street smart? Yeah, she's yeah. not from Detroit. And so these dirtbags. She's from Bloomfield Hills. That's where all the rich people. That's live. what it is. Oh, that makes smart. Yeah, that's it. That's a thing. That's a thing people like to do. They like to claim Detroit for street cred. It's like, like I'm from a fucking more dangerous place than Eminem is. <laughs> and so I'm like, when he's calling Detroit, I'm like I actually grew up in the hood, and it's like Kid Rock grew up in the sticks he didn't it was like cornfields for kid yeah. rock grew up. he I, grew up in a mansion by the way i want to point out yeah. to anybody yeah. he's not even white trash for fuck rich people. piece of shit yeah i want to uh, point out that all my travels abroad when people like communicate with other foreigners and everything they say where are you from i never say detroit i say from Nor- northville and then they go where's that and i'm like it's outside of detroit and they're like oh i've heard of that one i, I just i don't want the credit of saying i'm from detroit i don't there's well, no I don't. Hey, I, you might. Say I get, I get it. Nobody, because nobody knows any place in Michigan it. but Detroit. You know, the I convenient know. way of I'm just from saying, bad acts. The convenient way of just saying I'm outside of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just am from Pontiac, where it's the same place Madonna's from, and they go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, really? Well, that's even better because you have the and then exactly. Yeah. So these dirt bags, they notice that money. They're, and, they're licking their chops. Of course, John Claude notices a uh, chance. Bordeaux notices Bo- the money. Boudreaux. 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 Oh. Boudreaux. Oh, I fucked it up. Gr- There's an fuck X up, on the end of it, babe. Yeah. Uh, no, I remember that. He's gonna fuck it up again. I've been telling it to Murray Wright all night, and I forgot it. Oh, okay. He's no Pick Van Cleef. Oh, that's a great name. <laughs> it's, 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 name. It's not Scottish. I don't know why he had that. Like, did you think that was in the script, or he's just like, I'm gonna fuck it. My character is he's Scottish. I'm just gonna go for it. I mean. 
Oh my god, I love this. We're 20 minutes into this movie. <laughs> it's never gonna oh end. God. We're gonna be here forever. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but I love it. I'm not um, sorry. I, I've been waiting <laughs> to do this for a very long time. <laughs> so, our thugs notice, and of course, Jean-Claude, ex-Marine, he notices it too. And so he Total calls... awareness. Oh, exactly. 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 <laughs> You think he has shades on. So he <laughs> calmly gets up and walks out. But before he walks out, he opens the door and looks in the reflection and notices. Okay, by the way, the, these muggers, they're so poor, they're sharing the same cigarette. They're passing it between each other. They're sharing the same cup of coffee. They're passing I'm really that. worried about the employment situation, exactly. unemployment situation in New Orleans. I, I mean, am too. Like everybody's homeless. Maybe they haven't heard of Our Lady of Chance. Our Lady of Charity, right? <laughs> of Charity, yeah. excuse me, not Chance. So, yeah, they're passing the same cigarette, the same coffee back and forth. And Chance is, Chance, God damn it, is noticing it in the fucking uh, reflection of the door as he walks out. And he just, like, parks himself across the street as Nat walks out. And she's going to her car. And she thinks she's just going to hop in it like nothing just happened. But, of course, there's four thugs waiting there for her. And uh, Jean-Claude, Chance, he's uh, to the rescue. I don't know. I'm Murray, come on! I didn't watch the movie. The rescue, right. But what I really love is the way that we establish that because uh, you see the thugs kind of, you know, roughing her up a little bit, and uh, and then roughing her up, they slapped the shit out of. They her. do. They, they slapped slap her across the face. But uh, but then uh, the way we we get the reveal there is the camera looks through uh, from the back of JCVD through his crotch at the scene of her being roughed up by these thugs. It's like a ham-handed version of the Mrs. Robinson leg thing. Um, <laughs> it just goes right through, like, just right there. Um, and and Old crotch see, POV shit. <laughs> that's right, old crotch POV. Like, right under his ass. And, uh, and then that's how we see it, and I, I love that. And then I think everything starts to go uh, slow-mo. But first of all, I have to interrupt again with a girl thing that you boys maybe didn't notice. Yeah, I mean, we don't I have don't the know. same eye for detail you do, yeah, so please. I don't know why she was hanging on to that ugly-ass shoulder bag that much. Like, oh my god, that is the ugliest purse, and she clutches that fucking thing the entire way through. Let them have the handbag, okay? Like, I understand wanting to keep your money and everything, but, like, oh god, that is the ugliest fucking purse. I mean, we've established she doesn't have the greatest of tastes, so <laughs> she's a coal shopper, you know. Again, she's from the she's from uh, the the uh, mean streets of uh, West Bloomfield. West Bloomfield, you know, that's all she knows is coals. Uh, <laughs> think of the Somerset Collection. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I love this because JCVD, after that nice under the crotch camera shot, he finally approaches them and he confronts the first goon. Murray, would you like to hit him with this quote? Because I have fucked Are up everything. Take your big stick and your boyfriend and find a bus to catch. I thought he was going to say, take your big stick and shut up your ass and find a bus to catch. Yeah, baby, I don't know. baby, it's not big stick, it's pig stick. Was it's it a big stick? stick? It's a knife. I'm reading. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm reading. I'm reading. Griff's notes. I thought he said big stick. I can't understand this man. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I thought it was that at first, too. But I was like, no big stick around here. And then I realized oh, that we've got some accent things happening. Yeah. Uh, because we're trying to pass off his Brussels situation as Cajun, which ugh, I don't even know where to get into that. But um, oh, yeah. I love, they used to do that with Schwarzenegger all the time, like yeah. in the early movies. Yeah. Like they had a, like a commando. Yeah. When I grew up in Germany, yeah. we said "Boy George" was good, George. You know that shit. Yeah, yeah, I always loved that. <laughs> Let's justify it. But yeah, I believe that it's pig stick, and he's yeah. talking about the nut. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be contrary, fellas. Oh no, no, yeah. I, I, I have a. I have the worst hearing. I've been to way too many shows. <laughs> I put on closed captioning for everything, and, but and you know me, all that eighties hardcore blew my ears out. <laughs> so, that's a chance yeah. sweeps that duster open. Oh, this is the most yes. beautiful reveal ever. This mm-hmm. is this comes into the final pedigree of Griff's upbringing. Because I wore sweatpants and like uh, those athletic pants up until I was twelve, and someone told me you can't wear those into junior high. I was like, it's "What true. do you? What do you mean? Like, you got to wear jeans? Come on, they won't let you into uh, junior high, Hilbert Junior High, with sweatpants." And I said, "Oh shit!" So when I went to buy pants, my mom was like, "Here's these jeans." Like, bitch, I ain't wearing jeans, and so I am. Not kidding you. I have worn corduroy pants from 12 until 29 and a half when I finally bought my first pair of jeans. And, I, and you think subliminally it was because of this movie now. Is that what you, Absolutely. I mean, you just came to this like 15 minutes yeah, ago? Yeah. No, when I, no, when I watched this movie two days ago, I was like, oh my God, this is what, this is what made me say corduroy aside from the books, of course. But yeah, this is what made me think I need to wear corduroy. It's beautiful. I love it. Wow. Inspiration. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, they are not good jeans. They are some dad fucking high <laughs> up tight weird crotch <laughs> jeans. Well, that was his thing. Up right, right under the nipples, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah they accentuate pretty... Don't you think they accentuate the legs really well though? No, I do not. I do <laughs> well, he not. needed a in his defense, he needed them a little baggy because he's doing splits and like fucking roundhouse kicks. It's a lot of kicking. Split your pants. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of kicking. They, didn't, they, they didn't have jeggings back then, so they didn't have the stretch pants. That's, so. that's true. That's accurate. But you know what I love best about it is the way he kind of pulls back that duster a little bit. It, oh, absolutely. The move of that is a gun reveal move, right? Like, yeah, right. Every yeah. other movie that would be a gun. But not JCVD. It's his leg. It's a gun reveal. Oh yeah, not the one we're this is like, I love it so much. This is like an '80s wrestling move reveal where it's like, <laughs> oh no, Ron Garvin, Stone Fist. It's it's such a ridiculous reveal, but it works so hard. And again, put corduroy right in Griff's heart, and I will for the next twenty years. Then Chance. He just commences to get some of the sweetest tippy tap kicks we've ever seen. He's oh, just roundhousing like a fool. Uh, Nat is getting hot. She's loving Kicking it. so much she could be in a heart video. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, th- those ladies kicked a lot. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, no, Nancy did. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. my little dog has come to visit me. Hi. Tricks, get. Mm-hmm. Get out. 
So, yeah, he's just kicking like a fool. I mean, uh, that's getting the vapors. She's like, oh, my God. Oh. And, <laughs> and then he, like, throws a guy through a plate glass window. It, okay. he, he means business. He does mean he, business. But here, here's the thing is I, I did do a little math here. <laughs> I am guilty of actually oh, stopping it and doing some math. math. I, I love it. I, you yeah. think that you're more of a mathematician than you are, like, you know, working on wardrobes and everything. But I love it. And let's hear it. I, I can't help it. I can't help it because I was like, wow, that was a lot of kicking, and, <laughs> which I don't object to in any way. But uh, from uh, 1124 to 1235, uh, we have five JCVD kicks. But then also at one point, he uses another dude's leg to kick somebody. So I consider that a half a one. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was like, uh, oh, wait, I sent it in the notes. Um, uh, uh, that was like one kick every 10.9 seconds, I believe. <laughs> it's intense. Like yeah. this, th this is a wonderful scene because again, it's like, I love seeing this where you're just building up the character. It's not about like the whole scene, but just seeing what he does. Cause yeah. uh, you know, he makes a guy kick his uh, own. I have one complaint though. Oh my God! He I was stole the, the arm break from Seagal. You can't use another okay. guy's finisher. Okay. I did not appreciate that. That's at a all. good point. Yeah. That's a good I'll accept point. that. Yeah, yeah. Like if, you, like if you snap the guy's leg, I'd be like, "Fuck, fuck yeah, that's yeah. great." But you can't, you can't do that. That's a hard one too because it's just like I get grossed out by a lot of different things. Um, this arm didn't really bother me. Taffy, how'd you feel about the arm break? So some people are grossed out by blood and gore or needles, right? I can take Me. all of that, bring it all day. I'm fine. But a fucked up angle? I can't. I can't. So the, the elbow going the wrong way. Oh, I have to look away. It's so... I I just I can't do it uh, like a lot of the blood and guts and the the fucking like needles and everything I can't do that shit I thought it was I thought it was great I yeah. loved it you like warm. the angle thing you like the angle well Maurice the hardcore man it's my thing yeah. he's the right. 80s hardcore you probably right. saw that at you know shows. how many arms I snapped in the pit bro. I, I was just was gonna say in the circle yeah. pit Murray was just getting arms and no, flexing no, no. them over I, his shoulder like no big shit. deal I never got into that uh, but uh yeah so She's just like, oh my god, Prince, Prince Charming, take me <laughs> away! What a dreamboat! Oh, uh, this is oh no, that was I'm sorry, oh, I tried to do it. And then Chance, she just he plays it straight. He's like, leave him wanting more, so he just walks away. He get no, yeah. he gives her the purse. Murray, do the line because I can't do lines. Taffy even asked me not to do the lines. This yeah. used to be in this part of town. I'm fine with that, Taffy. I I'm awful. At yeah, I, let him take the let him take the. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course that sweet blues riff <laughs> takes over. Probably a Seagal blues riff. You know, he's a, when he was in Detroit, he was a blues man. Yes, we, we and, learned that. And this is one of our many shots of him, John Claude walking slow motion, sun shining right into the legs, <laughs> but right at ass level. It was like it was kismet. It was like holy shit. Like, oh yeah, it was great. And uh, we file we file Ned over to file her missing persons with uh, uh, Marie, who's a detective. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, Marie wants to say. I something. have to ask every uh, everyone can answer this question. What do you think she's celebrating with that cake with the one candle? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought it was her birthday. The saddest birthday ever. Yeah. No, I believe 
It was her. She's a born again virgin, and that's her first birthday. Okay, Murray. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Can you who tell was, us what was happening? A lot outside? to unpack. Can you can you kind of get into that? How did you come to that conclusion, Mark? Because who's first of all, you're not gonna have one candle if it's your birthday. Well, she it's fucking a fucking one. hostess cupcake she bought so, at the, the fucking uh, the, the dollar store. I'm just excuse me for trying to think of something better than it's her birthday. Okay. Well, we still need more reason than it's just it's her one year. Maybe she was a whore, okay? And then she's like, I'm tired of the whore life. And she found Jesus in her life. And she's like, I'm a born-again virgin. Is this why she's... I noticed the promise ring she had on, all right? Okay. Those are the details I see. That is the details. I don't think either of us saw it, but you saw it. I did not. I did not. Well, that's that's that would explain why she's the only cop working, despite the fact that every other cop... if there's no crime in New Orleans. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This police department in fucking New Orleans totally empty it, well, just like they... the streets are totally i mean i guess it does reflect the fact that the streets in every scene in this fucking movie are, are empty, empty completely <laughs> devoid of people especially at night you know because it's not a city known for nightlife and yeah uh so if there's nobody in the streets then i guess there'd be nobody in the police were... department right i mean the police were boycotting outside yeah they were they're not Boycotting is not the word. It's a strike. They were oh, it's a strike. Excuse me. <laughs> please, yeah. please, uh, police are saying defund oh, the police. Oh, my. Griff got the wrong word again. <laughs> Don't get out of his This is a new voice for me. Yes. Stop it, please. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> so Ned comes in, and she's like, look, I need to find my daddy. <laughs> and, she's uh, from Miss. We've already learned she's from West Bloomfield. All right. <laughs> And, you know, the, the uh, detective lady, though, uh, she was Clarissa's roommate in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, nice. Interesting. Lemons, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I know her from somewhere. And it was, uh, yeah, Clarissa's roommate. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, do your thing. Um, but so yeah, she's this- like, look, you want to help? Bring- we're the cops. We're not here to help, all right? We're yeah. here to shoot black people, and that's it. Give you got a black person you need shot. And she's like, no, I don't. Eat it. I'm my daddy. I've brought no information. I'm a 27 year old woman, and I've brought a like you know 20 year old picture of this guy, and I have zero other information. And somehow I'm astounded that you can't help me. I mean, what the? I know what is our. And then the cop is like, "Look, we can't help you. You can't even protect you. Find somebody." Pay yeah. somebody to protect you because yeah. that that ain't my job. Go look. Right. Go- I, mean, I got it. There's a cake waiting to be eaten. My one year virgin anniversary. By the way, Marie, right. The part that offended me. You're offended by the fact she had one candle. I'm offended by the fact that that candle burned from a fucking four inch wick to right on the cake, three yeah. inches chewed away. That's how In long the- uh, Nat was going on. Wow, yeah. interesting movie magic again, huh? Oh. Interesting, and, and also Nat's the oxygen. Really- in the I just I, oh, no, I hated Nat's attitude in this because uh, not only is she pff, like an infant and a moron for thinking like oh golly can you help me with no information, but then she gets, she gets all huffy about it at the end. Perhaps. she's yeah. like oh, my god. I mean she's got like big Karen energy here because she wants to speak to a manager because they aren't helping her enough and it's just ridiculous and uh, yeah I I kind of hate her. Um. Oh, it's kind of awful. You are, I hate it. You, 
You are not wrong. This is the first time I really watched this movie. Like, I've always enjoyed it. This is the first time I watched it for this and made notes for it. And I was like, oh, man, she comes off awful in this scene. Big Karen energy. Well, yeah. She she needs protection, Griff. Where do you go? Where, we've always said it a million times. But where... Well, Murray, she needs to go ha- check out the hobo hangouts is what? Uh, Marie? It was Marie, right? Direct yeah. Detective Marie. She's like, go check out the hobo hangouts. Your dad was probably one of them homeless people. That's why we don't have a record of them. And uh, she's like, before you go, find some help, because otherwise I'm going to be filing a missing report on you, little lady, with those perfect eyebrows, those perfect 2020 eyebrows. Hi. Maybe could do a wardrobe outfit outside of Kohl's, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Murray, please. I don't know. Go on. Oh, yeah. So, of course, she's thinking of the one badass she knows in a long black duster and gray corduroy pants pulled up to the nipples with a shirt she doesn't even remember because she was just staring at that buttocks as the flaps of the duster flew over it. And so she's like, wow. I bet a guy like that would hang around at the docks. Yeah, he seems so like a stevedore. Yeah, she's most, well. Yeah, she's in the bad boys group because we know we've learned we've we, we literally three quarters of the movies we've done. Whenever you go to the wars, the docks, the piers, whatever you want to call it, bad shit is happening. There's always drug deals. There's always crime. Good. So, yeah, this is the first time we've seen something decent going on, though. Well, I don't know. It depends on how you feel about unions. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm for them. So well, these guys aren't. Yeah. Chance isn't because he's a lone wolf. He doesn't have time for unions. It's true. He and, doesn't pay oh, his dues. He he's a one, he's a big one A guy. Someone tell someone tells him to fuck off. He breaks their neck. So that comes up. So he's like the guys that are waiting now. Like I, we, we just established unemployment's a huge d- issue with New Orleans mm-hmm. at this time. So guys are lining up to get these jobs to go on these fucking deep, you know, they're probably, what's that show where they fucking get crabs and lobsters and shit that people watch? <laughs> deep Sea Fisherman or deep something? Deep Sea Fisherman. They're doing that shit. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. And so deadliest he's deep TV in years. Yeah, Deadliest Catch. That's deadliest it, yeah. Catch. I haven't, why had TV in years? Yeah, same. And, <sighs> so He's waiting there to get called. You like you, you pointed out in the notes, Griff, freshly wet mullet. He sprayed it. Oh, no. He activated. looks like a wrestler. He's always fucking uh, wetting that mullet before his big scenes here. But the guy's like, hey, you're, you're, you're always 217 and back well, dudes. Murray, there's 12 people called. He gets called up, and he gets his chance to go up there and be like, I, I, I can't just, do it next, and I'm sorry. He gets his it. chance. I like that. He's like. Oh, thank you for the chance. I'll uh, hop aboard hop aboard the ship. And he's like, oh, shit, chance. And you've got back dues. You owe us $217 on the dime. And it's like, well, I'll make the money on the ship. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's that not works. how unions work, dog. You pay your dues before you go out on the cruise, brother. Okay. What's well, going <laughs> on? We see... Uh, uh, that that convertible from Michigan rolls yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, we're her. gonna stop and examine her outfit for a second here, if you don't mind. Please okay. do. Yeah, she has stood up. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Please. Oh so, well, JCVD, we get he's got a shiny face and a shiny mullet. So we're looking at him, and then when she pulls up, she's got that hair finally 
reasonably for a convertible, uh, pulled back into a total yes. horse girl style French braid down the back, uh, which is very impressive. Difficult to do. Uh, but again, the infantilization of her, like, what are you, 12 with that big French braid? <laughs> Come on. Um, and she's wearing the only words I have for it are she's wearing shorts. Yes. Mm, yeah. Uh, cuffed, cuffed. An oversized blazer, um, which the <laughs> sizing is appropriate for the time. I mean, we were wearing our shit real big then. Um, so she's got some roomy ass shoulder pads and a wide lapel and this. It comes with the matching cuffed almost to the knee walking shorts, which Ugh. I don't understand the whole short suit. And then beyond that, she's wearing virginal white tights underneath. <laughs> now, if you're not a nurse or playing a naughty nurse, you don't need to be wearing white tights past the age of four. It's the strangest choice. I don't understand it at all. I hate it. Although her sunglasses are cute. Her sunglasses. Yeah. I would wear those. So do you think maybe this was a reach to make sure, like this was insurance to get Chance on board to help her? Maybe that's what was it. Maybe she was like, he's into these like very young looking women with these weird shorts and oversized suits on. That's going to get somebody... No, you need, like, something low-cut. Like a babe in the woods kind of bra. thing? You, gotta, you, you want... You, no, she's doing it wrong. <laughs> and okay. You need to go more sexual as opposed to cover everything up well, and make it look know. weird. Maybe she's trying to look like a, a, a child, so then he'll have a pity on her. It's her upbringing, he'll... of course. Because yeah. we, we learned that Chance is very chaste. He doesn't have any sex in this movie at all. <laughs> no, so... Yeah. So I, maybe that's it. I don't know. Okay. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, the point is these two are very awkward in this scene. Very awkward. Uh, one of us has just been had his heart broken because he can't go live on a ship. This is me. Again, this is me. I want to go live on a ship. I want a houseboat. I want to go do that lifestyle. So Chance doesn't get to go work on a boat for the next two weeks. And um, we actually met them before, but Nat does not get to hire Chance to take her around town. After Chance learns he doesn't get to go on the boat, he decides, he looks over and sees Nat leaving. So he runs and hides behind some <laughs> yeah, barrels. And again, we go into slow motion and we're just watching barrels being lifted. You see forklifts pull apart. Thank you. For Oh, is it being pulled apart, not yeah. up? Okay. And then he's just there. Yeah, you're slow, exactly right. Slow he motion. set that set. He's like, oh. I got a, I got a, I got a pigeon over there. John Wu, hello. Listen to me, John Claude Van Damme, the maker of Bloodsport, pretty much. Do this shot of the forklifts moving were there aside. Like, but doves flying behind them? I don't know. There's so many in this movie. I, don't I actually remember. don't think there were doves. Taffy, I think doves. Pigeons in this scene, and we get doves later, and then more pigeons okay. again. Does that symbolize anything? Like, is there a different? Like, pigeons, I don't know. Doves? Don't ask me. Like, it, it could, but I think it's just that he likes some birds in slow mo. I. As a thirty thirty canary or something. As a thirty three year old wannabe houseboat man, I would love it if pigeons just like scattered whenever like I made a grand entrance. I would love that. I want that. I would love it if I could shake my bouncing and behaving hair and have it turn into a hundred ravens too. But that's not happening, is it? Oh man, I met a raven when I was in London. They're fickle. They are rude. (laughs) 
All right. So he's like, I got one on the hook. He, she, I lo- okay, again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to you, but uh, I love it that Nat is making her same face always that she's making in this movie. It's either this gaspy, like, aw, like, duh, yeah. or like, oh, no, everything is wrong, but it's like the same <laughs> Yeah, there, yeah, there has. I feel so bad for Nat. There has to be a lot of her scenes on the cutting room floor. I, I'm sure Jean Claude's like, "Who fucking? Nobody paid to see this chick. They paid to see me. Maybe." So he just yeah, cut her yeah. out because really she's non-existent. Like I don't even understand their relationship because oh, I yeah, like. Weird why is he risking his life for her at all? They, why did they she have no chemistry? Yeah, but uh, yeah, her face. She has the one facial expression throughout the entire thing, and it's sort of that somewhere in between doe-eyed innocence and, oh, I'm so confused and frightened. And it's basically like the face that um, What's-Her-Name had in Scream the whole time. Um, um, uh, Nev Campbell? Yeah, Nev Campbell. Like that just yeah. sort of like slightly pinched, slightly afraid, slightly innocent face. And it's the only it's the only game she's got. And um, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> you must have loved this deal she made with him because he's like, All right, Murray, please read the lines. I can't read the lines. Yeah, Murray, you OK, I'll help you for two days at 217. And then she gives him the keys. I cannot drive. And so she's like, oh, okay. Of course, you know, being from Michigan, we all know how to drive. We're the Motor City. So she's like, I'll drive. That's a good point. She is from the Motor City, so of course she knows how to drive. And Chance does not. That's how great she is. That's a good point. And so they're driving, and this is where we get the the douchiest. uh, Are you saying the greatest backstory you could ever get in a movie? Well, let me explain it to you. Okay, no, Marvel Comic Universe learned. This is all we need. Yeah. This, this is, is all we true. need. He's like, Mealy starts ripping on her. He's like, Nat, did your daddy name you after the bulk? <laughs> and she's like, no, stupid. It actually, is, it's Natasha. You know, it's short for something. Oh. Well, what's it, what, what kind of name is Chance? Ugh, I'm going to vomit getting through this line. Anyway. My mama took a chance. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> my mama took a chance. Oh, my God. A chance that he didn't pull out right yeah i know it was not great um i think that it's meant to be witty repartee but i mean this is not exactly his girl friday level witty repartee here i think that they're both only vaguely aware of the things that they're saying and it's poorly written to begin with and and oh, yet yeah. i love it it is fun Oh, no, it, it, it's a wonderful scene, but it's so weird. Yeah. Nat, Bug, Chance, because my mom took a chance. Murray's been rifling down, like, the list of reasons this, this makes sense, and it's just, like, clearly mom was a whore. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't? You I say? just said maybe she had an abortion or something, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to have the kid this time. I'm going to take a chance with this one. Take a chance. Okay, I'm and sorry, Murray. She was given a beautiful mulleted child. The child was born with a mullet. I wish I, could, I want a hard target too, just to see, just to see Chance's mom. We never got, to, yeah, we ne- like we only see the uncle. Yeah, uh, even a flashback. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. So they're in love now, basically. <laughs> they they over that that cute little uh, Meet name cute. shit. So he's just like, hey, break it down, baby. What is up with your daddy? And. <laughs> And she's just like, he's special forces. He was a badass. He was a nom. 
And so they're like, hey, I, he, I think he's like, hey, I know this another like military guy. Maybe we can uh, ask him because, you know, military guys stick together. Oh, yeah. So they go to Our Lady Charity again. Of course. And they meet Elijah, the black man we saw earlier. Yeah, this time John Claw goes up and talks to him first, and he's you know asking, and of course they're dogging down about. He's like, "Oh man, it's meatloaf day. It's not that good, but you know, say lobby." And he goes, "It's tragic." <laughs> it's, yeah. tragic. it's like I wouldn't even pay sixty-one cent for the meatloaf here. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, you know," she's like. She like you said, she gets that confused look. Like I talked to this man earlier. Well, and- when Nat walks up and yeah. Elijah notices her and goes, "You, you, yeah, you." Yeah, I blew you off earlier. Yeah, I guess I got some info for you. I would say the line, but I can't say the line. I know your daddy. I said it. So like, here, his he left his uh, cart over there. Let's go rifle through his at shit the, like at the uh, Plaza Italia. At Plaza Italia, the, the, the Plaza Italia like brought it back. Like here you go. I don't know, but who knows? So they go, they they rifle through his hobo cart. They see, oh they're like, look God. at that, look at that sleeping bag. That's a recon guy. The tiger stripes. Well, it had his tiger name stripe. on it. Yeah, yeah, his name on and it. And so, uh, well, he, he doesn't, he didn't know, he just knows the tiger stripe. And so they're rifling through his shit, go through his CDs, and of it sucks. It's that, you know, got, and he's like, they're like saying, holy shit, this seven inches worth five hundred dollars on eBay. What the fuck is this guy doing living on the streets? Ninety three eBay. Murray. Yeah. Now you're getting a little too <laughs> like. Look, I've had a bottle of wine. And then they notice all this filthy porno shit. And they're like, well, your dad was into some crazy shit. Like, no, 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 no. Sometimes the, you know, hobos, they pass out these flyers. Yeah. Well, that's a lead, Griff. That's a lead? Murray, that's a lead? Right. So they're like, let's go check. Let's go check out. There's, there's an address right here. Let's go check it out. Of course, they find the the letters too. Find which, the letters, which is the letters we referred to earlier, which we trace back to Michigan, which do not exist in Detroit. No. Zip code is fine. Street address, but not no. the street address. No. Yeah, the street no. address does not exist. It's a, like the closest thing they had to that street was in Wyandotte, which is a suburb of Detroit, but is not in Detroit. But not Detroit. Yeah. So those letters, well, I guess they would have made it there anyways. Wow. Maybe she was hiding her own address from her father. I don't know, girl. Did we open a whole new Pandora's box? I, I think know. we need to really dive I down. Think, this no, one. I think we need to move on. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to keep going forward. <laughs> so the only way out is through. Exactly. So Please. we go to the, I don't know, the porno pamphlet place. I don't know what this place is. This is uh, Poe's house. Poe's house. Now's office. I. It's like. I mean. Taffy, if I'm wrong, help me out here. But I believe it is just Poe had a beautiful, like, mansion that he also had an office in. That's how I yeah. understood this. Yeah, I'll go with yeah. It. This, this house is just gorgeous. Um, it's really, yeah. really beautiful. And, um, and uh, you know, I don't... I, did we establish how long Lance and Peck had been there? Um, it sounded like they had been there a while, but they're certainly not permanent residents anywhere. Um, and so I was, I was kind of wondering about, about that, how they got that. Like, are they just renting? (laughs) What's going on with that? Like renting in, uh, like Louisiana or renting in Poe's place? 
We're talking about the sleazy porno guy. I'm sorry, I was I had skipped ahead in my mind to uh Oh okay. Oh god, forgive me. Yeah, no, Poe's house. Oh no, I, I know what you mean though, for sure, in that house that they have because it's fucking amazing. I Poe's- think they just have houses everywhere. I mean this guy's raking in the cash doing this dangerous game shit. So. Yeah, well, I was doing the phase out there. I apologize. <laughs> so yeah, no problem. We're in we're in Poe's house and you know, we get Lance in a suit, which I love. And we get one of my favorite lines ever in this, which is, wakey, wakey, you fat fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> I just think that, like, like that is so beautiful. It makes Steffi, me happy. we appreciate your excitement. And we'll go back to you when we get to this line, which deserves double uh, a double serving oh, of. But so we're good. still even before that, because... Uh, this is where John Claude and uh, John Claude brings Nat to here, because the Flyers. He recognizes the Flyers and he goes to Poe's place. And uh, oh my God, you have to forgive me. I see now that no, there were two fine. pages of my notes that were stuck together. This there, is why I happened. yes. Everybody yeah. needs to understand if they've seen this movie. There's too many notes for this movie because it's that impactful. There's yes. too much to cover here. Yes. So it's Nat and uh, Chance arriving first, and they go right up to Poe, and they're like, "I, I can't. I, I want. Just, I want. You don't have to accent, say an so accent, Griff. I, I know. Yeah, you can just speak. As soon as I think it, it's like I want to uh, go to my you know what? awful JCVD accent. Use, use your accent. I will. Okay. So JCV walks up, and he's just like, hey, "Oh my god, it's so hard. <laughs> you can see my face contorting. Resist." So he, he he is just like. Hey, have you seen this man? And I believe they have a picture of him. Yeah. Oh, I don't see pictures too well. I got uh, face blindness like Griff. He's an idiot. And he's like, okay, well, how about names? Do you know names? Doug Binder. And he's like, nope, don't remember names either. And that's when Poe was like, hey, or not Poe, but Pick. He's like, hey, the man says. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, God, I tried to do an accent. <laughs> oh. How the fuck are you, fuck, fuck? And he's, and then there's like a lot of tension. I mean, does, this is does, beautiful. Does does Chance no pick? Have they crossed paths know. before? Because there's tension between. I don't these know, two. but I love this scene. Uh, Tavi, do you remember this scene when they Dude. first lock eyes, pick and uh, Chance? Yeah, and I don't. I feel like they don't know each other, but they know the type. Right, game knows game. Game knows yes, game. Yes, yes, that's 100%. exactly what it is. And it's pick, uh, man. That guy, he's so good. What What is the actor's name? Um, v- v- Voss. Yeah, I learned Vosselo, it. I learned it from your Arnold Vosloo. Oh yeah. my god, he's so he's great. The he's super intense, and I just I'm crazy about him in this. Um, yeah, and uh, I think that they recognize each other on like a soul level, right? They absolutely do. And I love this. Again, Pick terrified me as a child. I I remember him way more than our main henchin our main bad guy in this movie. I, I, I fucking love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. All all that intensity. You're and right to love him. <laughs> <laughs> he he is just directing uh Poe and he's just like telling him, You don't you don't know any names. And John Claude sees that and he's just like You know what? It's a beautiful day. We're going to go get some coffee. We're going to leave now. And he has to usher Nat out. Nat is like trying to ask questions still. Like, we need to go ask these people some more questions. I think they know something. And he's like, you need to shut your mouth. Yeah. Or you'll get yourself killed in my town. 
And so they just, as soon as they walk out the door, a cop just aimlessly walks up. Hey, I've been looking for you guys. Your dad, he's dead. <laughs> we found his body burned horribly. Are you going to eat that? And then he just fucking takes off. Are you going to eat that? Yeah, what did she they had, have? She had a. Uh... And Dewey sausage? Exactly. That's exactly what she was eating. <laughs> and he just takes like, off. It's the worst little bit of, of Basil expositioning in there where this guy just appears out of nowhere in the right place for four seconds. We literally never see him again. Nope. And, uh, uh, yeah, it just just to get things moving in the right direction, it's just ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> it's so wonderful. And uh, they hear, because they go back to the police station, and this is where Maria is telling them, um, like, uh, wait, was this what they were telling him? No, I think they no, just they I, just leave. They say your body they, was found in an abandoned building. Yeah, burned beyond recognition. All we got are his dental records. Keep going. Yeah, I don't know why they would like know who his dentist was, but they I don't do. know why the homeless guy had a dentist. Well, he he was in the. I think they had his they had his like, military okay, records. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, Poe, he's sleeping. I. It's like Pick shows up at Poe's, and then he takes off, and then he comes back again with, with Fushan. Is that what uh, Matt Henriksen's character's name? Yeah. Okay, so they show up, and I guess Pick was like, he let Fushan know, like, hey, man, there's these people looking around. So Fushan had to, like, you know, see what was going on. Yeah, to bring in the big guns, had to report, and uh, <laughs> and and bring in the boss. I love it. So they wake him up very nicely by... Severing his ear with a pair of scissors, Van Gogh is ass, and like you said, wakey wakey, you fat fringe fuck fringe fuck. You'd get that joke if you listen to Get Even. And he cuts his ear off, and then Fushan's like, "Hey man, who was that guy? I was checking him out." And well, well, uh, well what happens is he uh, he's pissed off because like, oh like like half-assed it and got a guy because you, they always get guys that don't have families and so and have no like you know background they're just you know nobody cares about them so he's like you're supposed to get a guy that had no family and he's like i don't know what happened and he's like look you fucking asshole you have we have, you have one more shot to find me somebody if not i'm gonna fucking kill you well, he knew what happened. He just fucking shortchanged it because he couldn't find anybody. He couldn't find the right guy, so he just got this guy. Because he knew he had no family, but he didn't know. That was a fucking great scene. I love that scene. A long-lost daughter existed, yeah. Yeah. So, next day, there, we're, at, we're at, you were saying earlier, the lovely palace that Fushan and Pick live in. I, I guess they're roommates. And do you think Pick lives there? Or... Roommates? Come on, this is a fucking like glacial yeah. mansion that well, they live in. It's beautiful. Right. But yeah, at first though, before they leave, uh, uh, right before they leave, Lance dips his uh, his wounds to clean up his wounds yes. on his hand. He dunks his hand into the fish bowl. Uh, yes. Pose, and uh, you know what? You are going to get such an infection from that that you know that dude never cleans out that fishbowl what are you doing lance oh, come on that, that shows you how crazy fushan is you don't fuck with this guy it's crazy enough. About yeah, himself. you brought up the That's... steak thing right no what steak thing? oh my god after fucking pig takes his ear off he's like oh i can't do the accent you don't you, nobody's making don't. you griff poe 
If He's I come back, struggling in front of I, me I'm so trying bad. so hard, Poe. If I come back here, I am taking off a steak. <laughs> okay. With the not with, with the scissors, you're not. <laughs> uh, cut a steak off, you lady. Thank you, uh, and uh, so yes, so we're back, back. They got, they got, they got connections. They, they got the files on Chance Boudreaux. They found out, you know, they found out who he was from Poe. They did, and they're reading it. And so we learn, of course, like all great action movie guys, he's a Vietnam vet. Even though uh, Jean Claude Van Damme would be fifteen when Vietnam ended, but he, he, they, they took him young back then. Griff, it was like we were desperate around seventy four, seventy five. Yeah. So they were special forces guys. They were fifteen. <laughs> and so they're like, wow. Yeah. I actually did pause on the on his Marines uh, f- file that they had and sent it over to Murray, and Murray was scouring it. And he's <laughs> like, look, none of this is right. I've done all the research. I was, shit, I was in Nam, Griff. You yeah, I, exactly. They so, had John Claude on 16 different missions, and Murray's like, no, this doesn't no. add up at all. Yeah, he had, he had, he had, uh, you're right. He had uh, six tour of duties. Six tour of duties. So he he went in at nine, and he, he's done at 15. Impressive, Poppy, really. Poppycock. It is amazing. And so I believe this is where we first get like that beautiful, maybe not the piano. Oh my God. No, it's not. It's later. But Pick and like uh, Fushan, they look at each other. They're like, this got to be a pretty good fucking guy. Like they're like, they're on the same page with this. I, I, I thought they were talking about Chance. I think they were talking about somebody else, but still it's like they're leading you to believe it's Chance they're talking about. So when we go over to Chance, who's hanging out outside of his apartment, <laughs> or, of, or of like an abandoned building, I don't know. What he like... might just be squatting, yes. like me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, pigeons it... everywhere. Yeah. And he's it's looking amazing. at that. He's looking well, at that dog. They found a dog tag from Bender, the burned body. Yeah. And he's he knows because he's been in the shit grip. Well, he knows, but he doesn't know. It's not. You're it's right. Not... It's not floating to the front of the and cerebral. And a bird like coos, and that's that. And he looks over. Well, it flies over to his dog tags, Marie. And he sees there's two, and little, they're always coming pairs. Little John Woo action for you here. Dog tags yeah. always come in pairs. Yeah. We all know that. Yes. And if we didn't, we're told that. We're hammered over the head with it. Yeah. Hammered yeah. over that. Now that I'm an adult seeing this movie, I watched that. I was like, I get it now. John Woo is holding you, your hand through the entire movie. He really He's is. Like, He's like, yeah. take this pitch and pigeon wing and it's, again I, we don't want to start like reckoning with our suspension of disbelief or anything but hey csi new orleans you're just like some dude who wanders into this burned out rubble and you're like oh i spy dog tag that's like a couple of inches big and exactly the same color as all the other burned out rubble and just boink <laughs> writing on that i have to that he was having some sort of Beastmaster-esque telepathic communication with that bird that was turning him on to where it was. Do you guys believe that? I, I can't tell you, but I can tell you as nine-year-old Griff, because seriously, my recollection of nine-year-old is astute through this scene. I just remember him going through this building. I don't know why he went there. I don't understand the double dog tag thing. Nine-year-old Griff speaking again. And so he's just there, and he finds this dog tag... I know John Claude is a badass in my nine year old heart. And so of course he would be drawn to this clue. So that's all I need. I, I think he just took a chance. It's just <laughs> callback. Oh, so he just walked. He just Stop. dumped on us. 
just dunked on us. <laughs> so, and he notices this dog tag has, we all know the familiar uh, sight of a, a crossbow bolt hole through a dog. Well, sure. Well, yeah. And it yeah. takes, it takes him one second. We see the bus drop him off. He walks up. He gets a stick. He filters around. To, it's like, literally laying that out. There's like a yeah. dusting of yeah, ash. Yeah. He, he like stirs some of the ash up. Then here's a tank. <laughs> Bingo. Pulls it up. And he's like, that's a crossbow bolt. And as he's just like reveling in his victory, he's just like, oh shit, I'm about to get kicked. He could tell. Well, no, the, then like Gallagher comes out of nowhere. <laughs> With the thing you use to catch like fucking rabbit dogs, one of those like it's like the loop with a stick on yeah. it, and or like a eat. snake, right? Like it's got yeah. a stick and then the loop around your neck. It's yeah. Oh, oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts strangling the fuck out of chance. These guys with these greasy skullets and <laughs> freaking me out. <laughs> and and they're just like, you better get the fuck out of town, Boudreaux. <laughs> you take that that tiny titted bitch with you. She dresses horribly. <laughs> the fuck she from? <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> and then wow. they just they knock him out. And then we next thing you know, we see him being brought in. He got he assaulted, and they arrest Chance. I don't I don't know what happened. He's at a, he is at a crime scene. I will say. But yeah, still, yeah, he did walk into a. Still, come on. Uh, this is another John Woo cut of like, wait, what the fuck? How is he getting brought <laughs> yeah, into the police station? Yeah, what transpired off yeah. camera there? Because I, I can't, I can't piece together how he wound up being brought in for. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But that's. Okay. I think they had to bring him in because I, Nat, where is she staying at? She's just hanging out at the police station. We don't know. We don't know. So I think it was just a way to get them all together again. Because he's like, yo, daddy. He did not. He was murdered. Like Angel Town, she's probably hanging out with the old lady. Okay. Did not die in the fire. It was murder. Well, Murray, please. I see a quote in here for me. I can't read the quote. But, uh, yeah, that's you You said the line. You just didn't say it in the quote. Okay. But so they're like, uh, Caps are like, well, fuck, do our job for us. We don't care. We're on strike. You know? So yeah, they, really. they just blow them off. They're like, we're not going to investigate any of this shit. But we're going to let you go. How about that? Yeah. And he's like, okay. We're all going to handle this evidence with our bare hands. Yeah. We're right. all just going to hand it back and forth and have a look. And yeah, not. Lick it, you yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. There's no point of taking this seriously. Your dad was a hobo. Your, excuse me. Your daddy was a hobo. We're not going <laughs> to yeah. find your him. Your daddy was a hobo. <laughs> yeah. Very much. This scene, the next scene with Fao Shan, this was a great scene. It, this is a fantastic. He's scene. playing piano, but he is so fucking intensely playing. Grip. It's like he's fighting the music. He's like trying to control the music. It's and moving through it. him. He's got a thousand yard stare and he's banging it out on that gorgeous grand piano. And oh. uh, this is this is where I feel like it would be more appropriate to say daddy because <laughs> I like the Lance Henriksen. He's also wearing some great shoes in this scene if you catch when he turns around uh on that piano bench he's got some really awesome like two-tone uh really good looking shoes so i i'm excited to check it out like i went yeah. back and look at the scene but i didn't notice the shoes that was he, the one thing i missed he's making he his piano his 
he's making this piano his bitch, basically. Yeah, he he's just destroying it. And while that's going on in the background, Pick, who's like, you know, he handles everything because sure, he's too big for this shit. He doesn't talk no, to no, the customers. It, like these two have yeah. a mutual respect, but it's All like right. you talk to the customer. I get this wholeheartedly. It's like you talk to the customers. I do all the fucking heavy lifting over here. Right. And and yeah. so like he's just breaking it down. He's just like, you know, you got you pay us a quarter million dollar and then you you can kill whoever the fuck you want to laddie. And he's like this like fucking asshole. This kind of guy that like, you know, owns a like a brand new Harley and rides it on the weekends. Dude, you know, it, yeah, he's su- he's such a fucking suburban commando. Nice Hulk right. Hogan reference there. <laughs> Yeah. I could have told you that this get this new client's a chump just based purely on the jacket he's wearing. What, what's uh, interesting big is big sloppy shoulder pads and those way too wide lapels. Yeah, just it's well, a, like, it's a Trump suit. That's the same. Why did these guys get this? Why were they like signing on to it? Because he had the money. Was it just about the like? Were they just okay. about the money? Well, this has to be the thing is they because we've already learned that they're like so comfortable, like moving around the world in this operation where they kill people for money. Like they had to be so comfortable with this guy. Like you're obviously going to like be a, a chump. It's no big deal. We've dealt with chumps before. Well, this guy's like, look, I've been to Epstein Island. I know how to keep a secret. You know, you know, there's. There's this creepy shit going on. So, oh, yeah, sure. well, I'm sure I'm Flavia sure during the late unpleasantness. I love that. Exactly. It, it's a hostile situation. <laughs> yeah. And, totally. uh, yeah. And, and like, Pick, you don't think too. Pick doesn't do his re- his like background search. He's a professional graphs. Pick's got it all handled. And Pick it's, knows. and this is plus they get the money up front. They don't care if he's a chump. Oh, right. oh my God. If you have the cash up front, fuck it. And remember, this care. is like a Donald Trump Jr. situation where it's like they do all the work and then they're like, all right, shoot that that beautiful elephant right there. Just, oh. You know, they like pin it. So this is basically what they're doing. Just, just bringing that up just reminds me that I was supposed to go to Africa this year and I hate you for that. I, I can't stand that. I'm trying oh. to put it into perspective, all right? I know. While that's just... going on, we're cutting back to Poe. Job. And he's auditioning a guy for the next hunt. They don't. The guy doesn't know it. And lo and behold, it's Elijah Babel. Yeah. And why, well, he knows it. He knows he's going on the next hunt. Well, he's thinking he's going on the next hunt. Well, he just thinks it's like a job interview or something because he brought him in. And he's like, wait, really? Yes. Well, he revealed. He does tell yeah. him what he's going to do. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Elijah didn't know he was coming in to no. hunt a man? No, not at the first. No, not at first. He just he needed that hundred bucks. And he's like, yeah, I'll talk to you about whatever. Oh, Probably thought he me. was going to have to suck a dick or something. I, you know, I, like, I, oh, my God. I'm mixing sex. my names here. I thought Elijah was the rich person in a weird suit. Elijah is, of course, our friendly No, he's hobo. our guy. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sorry. I got my names mixed up. And so, you know, so we're cutting back and forth in between the uh, Elijah. Pian- we're and- still hearing that piano, by the way, yes. throughout this whole fucking exactly. thing. I haven't played a piano like this since my last acid trip. It took me back to Red Brown in the <laughs> Miami Vice episode. He's just staring. He's not He's not enjoying it, Griff. He's just fucking taming this fucking wild beast of a music. Murray. Thousand yard stare. If you've ever played the piano, that's how it is. <laughs> I have. 82 keys? All I do is I put heads on pianos, you have ten, I don't. You're right. You're right. Samurai got you have back. 10 fingers, 82 yeah. keys. You have to tame that bitch. Well, he does a great job of it. I, I was, love it. I'm like, whoa, shit, I, mean, I don't want to fuck with this it. guy. You seen the way this guy plays piano? You don't want to fuck with That's him. That's all I do oh, yeah. on acid trips. I just play the pianos for nine hours. 
And so it's like, look, this guy's like, well, what, what happens if like I get caught? Don't worry about it. We got everything covered. We got it. We got the M.E. from the police. He, he just makes up shit for us. He's like, oh, yeah, this guy's been shot 5,000 times. Doesn't look like me. It looks like he was poisoned. You know, it's like, we got to cover. Just give us the quarter mil. Yeah. And he's just like, well, okay, I guess so. Any day above ground is a good day for me, bro. (laughs) You're going to get that joke when you watch Get Even. Oh, oh, yeah. Get Even one. So, okay. So we set it up. And then, like, uh, uh, Poe is, like, talking to Elijah. He's like, look, there's... (laughs) You want to make some more money? I got some things I can have you do. And this is what he's thinking. It's going to be some. It's going to be a sex thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, hundred bucks is the, just the, the tip of the iceberg, bro. Yeah, like you're going to meet us here. Tip the tip. And we're going to, yeah, exactly. We're going to work in a lot more money right in. Slaps a fanny pack on the table. That's ten grand in there. Yeah. You like, wear that thing over the river. Talking about a clean okay. new life. It's like I think it's like what's it? Called? It's either a five or a ten mile run they had to do. Like it was to the ten river. miles. I think I think ten it was miles five, through maybe. the city. It says through right here city. in my notes. Okay. Ten miles. I don't. I don't know how to it's read. Ten miles no, through the city. I said it in my notes too. Isn't that insane? Like run ten miles. The also these. I people, don't think I could do that. These people sake. will be on <laughs> dirt bikes. Like shoot they will be on motorcycles. They will be on helicopters. They will be in yeah, fucking. It's the most- like Jurassic you said, it's like Park. Donald Trump Jr. It's the most gamed fucking game around. Yeah, it really like, is. They they brought like the fucking horrible poaching African lifestyle to Louisiana. Exactly. Correct. And like they're gonna cut off Elijah's horn and grind it up and use it for Viagra. So, so we've got a whole lot of bad, Murray. A whole lot of bad. We know what the bad guys are up to. We know they're hunting poor people. That's horrible. I like that this movie is teaching us I don't that. Know. I think I think Trump said we should do that. <laughs> Shut up. He just throws it out there, you know, and people are like, eh, that sounds pretty good. I like that this movie is teaching us that even homeless people have value. And so <laughs> You said it so much more eloquently. Yeah. Thank you. Marie. So homeless ch- people are people too, God if you're right. Damn it. I want to move on with this. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so chance. He's going to go on. He needs to work the massage parlors. <laughs> right. And he walks uh, in, and everybody knows Chance. He apparently took a chance at this place a few times. <laughs> and uh, I try to keep this straight, and you're... And, and so he's like, oh, Mr. Boudreaux. Hey, rub and tug? He's like, no, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> And, he, and so he just, he just barges into where Poe's getting a nice, he's getting a nice massage. He's got, this guy's under a lot of pressure. So he I don't needs, get this. Yeah. Like, like the, the fucking secretary, the front office, the front desk. Secre- <laughs> sure. Yeah. She's just like, Mr. Bordeaux, of course, just do whatever you want. <laughs> well, they know him. Yeah. He's a frequent. Uh, he's got he, the he has to be keeping this place open. Yeah, he's got the card or the punch yeah. card in it. He's like, you know. I mean, he has to be beyond that because otherwise, why would they be like, we don't want to lose business for you? Just fucking do whatever so you he want. He just creeps into Poe's room because he knows this is Poe at four o'clock every Tuesday. He gets his massage. <laughs> That's his me day. Four o'clock. <laughs> That's his me day. It's a spa day, right? He's getting a facial. He's getting okay, he goes in, spa day, gets a massage, gets cucumbers, gets the facial, and then he goes over. So that's the thing. He's got cucumbers or his eyes, so he can't see Chance. Oh, yeah. Chance is tippy toes. And he's just whispering. He's like, I can't wait to go get my po' boy, my fried po' boy. And Chance just pins him down. All right. 
And he says, is this a line he says, Griff? Yes, it is. Looks like a shortenier. So you better listen very carefully. It goes up to his other ear. <laughs> and he's like, who was that very strange-looking man? The receding hairline. And he goes, it's Pick! Pick, he immediately bitches out on these guys. Really? Well, I'd be scared. Um... And I, he obviously never seen Fushan play a piano, because I would be scared to ever cross that guy if i saw him playing the piano oh my god oh, if you ever sure. yeah yeah exactly if you ever sip in a glass of white no. and you're watching that man play piano i'd be terrified i just real quick want to step it back to the massage Please. situation that's happening here because one a he's face down which i think is probably not the way he would be in that situation and two, like she's got that little towel under her hand because she doesn't want to touch that sweaty nasty gross guy and Absolutely. Such a seamless transfer between her delicate little hands working on this guy's neck and then like big meaty JCVD hand. And this Whoa. does not even notice. And that gives me pause. You know? Well, are you are you saddened to the fact that JCVD has these l- tiny little hands? Because we know that is a fact. Like me and Murray have done this research. We've met JCVD. <laughs> we try to yeah, get him uh, some hand surgery so he can have meatier hands. Okay. I, I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's like, how do you not notice that? How especially, do you not notice that? Especially a door opening, a new presence yeah. in there. Like, all these things you would notice. Like, he's got to be high. He's high. <laughs> I don't no, know. I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. drunk, or maybe he's just too worked up because he's going to get his happy yeah. ending on and, and he's not really paying oh. close attention. Maybe that would have been a greater cut if she was like doing the tug with the rub and tug, okay. and then Jean Claude's like, yeah. step back. There's a cut of hers <laughs> and him telling her like, he's like, you know, Whoa. What? I think there's a load for two here, and then oh, she's like, no. I'll call in. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll call in for backup, and she calls in for backup, oh, and JCVD walks in. Come on, <laughs> oh yeah. God damn it! I thought it was good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. Enough about messy. Now I regret. And, uh, now I regret uh, bringing that I, up. I apologize. I'm gentlemen. sorry for trying to bring sensibility to this script. So, <laughs> Maria, she's talking with the, the Emmy, and he's just like, "I don't know nothing." Like, everyone just blows her off. They're like, "I don't know nothing." They're yeah. they're 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 uh, she's got Sergeant a- Schmidt from Ogan's Heroes. They know nothing. I love that reference because I watched so much fucking Ogan's Heroes. An hour. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes the Holocaust seem so much fun. I don't know why people get upset about it. that's know, my Heroes. thing. So <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing about that another tangent. We're like hour three right now craziest thing about hogan's heroes is one of the guys was in a concentration camp that was on the show and like you would you could like, you imagine somebody coming up to like somebody in hollywood now hey i got this great idea we're gonna do a comedy about a fucking nazi pow camp it'll be great hijinks ensue no fucking way 20 no. years after no. World War II, it's like, hey, it sounds great. Put it on the air. Oh, by the way, this guy's in the Holocaust. He's going to be one of the guys. <laughs> so she, he's we like, digress. Emmy, Emmy's blowing her off. 
And then he he's like he's like holy shit they're on to us. So yes. He's going home. He's burning paper. Apparently he keeps a second load of papers that have the true like. Oh my god! I thought reports. he I thought he took them under his jacket and went home with them. He was trying to burn them because now the fuzz who are on fucking strike, right? Are burning all the paperwork now. So he's at home. Beautiful fireplace. Beautiful home. Again, I love all the homes. Well, they're making movie. bank, dude, doing this whole hunting people thing. Did you Maybe notice that get all this. of the papers that were in the fireplace were the same thing? <laughs> they just, like, like photocopied whatever it was over and over and over oh. again. Like, there was no differentiation. Oh. The prop department just was like, here. Oh, my God. I think our brains both went to sleep at this point. We were doing so much math and autistic stuff uh, at this point that we didn't notice that. But that I, that is a beautiful detail to point out. I got Thank okay. You. you guys can explain it to. I got confused by this scene with the dagger thing. With the, it's a letter opener. Okay. Yeah, it's but a letter why, opener, not a dagger. Well, what? I don't know. Man, he was at his desk. He was sitting at the desk, and okay, I'm not arguing it. All right, (laughs) fucking hell. So why it seemed it looked like he was trying to get the 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 coroner's prints on it. Like, what was why did he wipe down the 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 handle? Because he had touched it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was just kind of waving it around to kind of threaten. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was using a little flourish there, and uh, and then so he was taking his fingerprints off of it with his beautiful monogrammed handkerchief, very classy. And I also want to point out that um, it's a great example uh, in Lance's wardrobe of some really, and I mean this sincerely, genuinely well done pattern mixing. He's wearing a medium wide stripe black and white. Uh, a vertically striped shirt and then a black and white uh, plaid tie and uh, it's a fantastic look very very nice <laughs> and his, uh, his monogrammed handkerchief does match it uh, and that's that's some classy shit I like to think that he's wearing those same black and white two-tone shoes that he had on earlier uh, but I, I, I can't confirm because we don't actually see them <laughs> okay all I know all I know is that the next time a wedding comes up when this fucking whole horrible COVID thing is over, I'm going to have to ask you for help on my next wedding outfit. Yes, you are. And I will be because, more than happy to make sure that you look good. Thank you. Like, I, I get assistance, and I want to give my sister all the credit in the world. Uh, I've got plenty of compliments on my wedding outfits. Weddings you've attended, Murray. Humble brag, but go on. Murray has attended them. Murray has also told me I look great in them. Um... So it's not a humble break. Uh, but yeah. So so I thing. think he's like, I'm, I'm assuming Fushan is like feeling the guy out to see whether he's going to flip on him or not. Yeah. And he decides yeah. like this guy, this guy's flip on us. He's a he's bitch. Like, wait, I mean, this is an idiot who sleeps with all of his nudie mags in bed with him. Like he's gross. We don't need him. Was that a cut scene? I, I don't know. No, that was There's... the first scene when they woke him up. When Pick woke him up and said, hello, fatty. He had all these fucking nudie mags. No, 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 no. We're talking about oh. the, the coroner. Yeah, oh, we're talking about the, the coroner, coroner yeah. with the hair. I'm so excited right now, guys. I'm first so of all, wow, way to like shame this guy. Like he can't like enjoy oh, the. Yeah, I don't the, always put mine away either. So right, see? Sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Some people shame. can't just walk out okay, there and get okay. laid like oh. nothing like you, Grandpa, Okay, right? I'm going to the shame corner. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Let the grown-ups he, handle this. We'll move forward. 
Mayor? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So he's decided this guy's got to go. So pick, he's waiting outside. This is like, this is the thing they've worked on, obviously, yeah. before. So Pick's like, he's just putting the fucking silencer around the gun. He's just getting like, whistling a little tune. And then he knocks on the door. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I, I have to answer this. And then he just shoots him right through the peephole. Great. Yeah, he does a total Mo Green right through the eye, but through the peephole of the door. And there's this fantastic exit wound out the back of his head, and it's glorious. And so we're like, oh, they just, it, everything's fine. We're back in, back in action, dude. Get this, let's get this hunt back on. Am I allowed to come in here? Yeah, you're say, allowed. You can come back in. And just say that, like, this whole setup, again, I prefaced earlier. I prefaced last week that I hate when villains do not get their dues. The villains are getting their dues in this movie. They're yes, moving they amongst, yeah, they're moving amongst Louisiana, New Orleans, perfectly, silently, a uh, uh, church fart, if you will. They're just doing whatever they want, and no one's noticing them. I love this shit. Well, we got to remember, they're in the part of New Orleans that's deserted, basically. So they can do whatever they All want. All of it, Either. yeah. There are no people around anywhere, so they can what? do whatever they want. It's true, but they built that up. We know this. And they're, they're still, and like you, you mentioned before with Yugoslavia or something, uh, <laughs> like they, they've been traveling the world just doing whatever they want. Ethnic cleansing, it's great. So it's, it's just, it's a compounding. It's like they, will they get their dues? Will Chance catch them? Because they've been doing this for decades. I don't know what decades. I mean, not that ten old. years. Ten years. Yeah. Okay, ten years. They've been doing this for a decade. We will pick up with Elijah being hunted in a few days here. But when you're talking hard target, you know it's bound to go long. And this episode ends up being somewhere in the four-hour range. So we'll see you in a couple days, part two.